Again, you always get me with your beer every time you open it. As he takes a big old gulp. It's good. I yeah. like it. We got a from Wasatch Brewery a Nitro Polygamy Porter. Yeah. When I used to brew beer, I used to brew something called Captain Bastards Oatmeal Stout. I love Stout Captain Bastards. From Squatters. I love Captain Bastards. And five-gallon batches. Oof. I bought this one, obviously, because we live in Utah. and it, you know. Yeah, we have multiple wives here. So last night, I rewatched a movie called uh, The Evil Dead. Oh, I've not heard of that one. Yeah, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Well, did you see the original? Oh, yeah, several times. I was just thinking about it when I was watching it, like... Whenever you hear that something's being remade, especially something that you covet and you think is amazing, like most of the time whenever you watch that remake, it's always going to let you down. Every time. But I, I really enjoyed The Evil Dead. I've already seen it. It was like the second time I've watched. But uh, even with the replay, I, I really loved it. So wait, you watched the remake of it? Yeah. Not the original from... Not the original. I did watch the original two weeks ago, though. Oh, yeah. No, the remake is really good. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. I love the ending. The end. Where the, the thing is Spoiler. just like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Maybe skip the next 15 seconds. But the person's like, I'm going to eat your soul. And she has like a chainsaw as, as an raining arm. Blood. She's like, well, eat this, motherfucker. And there's just blood <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, like, they, that is the best ending. They spared no expense on the fake blood. <laughs> or is it fake? That's the question. It's just pig blood. Just real pig blood <laughs> everywhere, all over the place. Uh, but speaking of movies, have you seen the new Suicide Squad? I have not. Oh, my God. So you can forget the other one ever existed. Just forget that it was ever made. PG-13 garbage fire that was Suicide Squad a while while ago. This one is amazing. Rated R, super violent, super adult, super crazy good. Absolutely watch it. I almost feel compelled to support it just because I will not watch the Venom movie with Carnage because I'm so pissed it's not going to be rated R. Yeah. The trailer just makes it look like it just makes it look awful. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so what is our topic today? So our main piece is going to be, we're going to be talking about 4chan. So 4chan is just a message board that a ton of people use. They have a lot of like subcategories, whether it be like politics, religion, anything you can think of, it's on 4chan. However, we will be specifically focusing on its its forward slash B forward slash, which is their, I just call it their B board. And huh. this is a board where you literally post things and you're anonymous. Like, no one knows who you are. So you can only imagine what you would find on the internet <laughs> when you are anonymous and people can say really whatever they want without repercussions. So we not all the time. Sometimes the FBI gets involved. But Wow. That's a hell of an introduction. Because I had no idea what 4chan was. That's just one subset of 4chan. So we're about to jump down a rabbit hole, essentially. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Because, you know, the internet, you go to the dark web and stuff. This so is many like, trolls on the internet, though. Oh, oh you don't say. It's kind of where the trolls gather nowadays is on the internet. Uh, but I was going to ask you, so then obviously the difference between Reddit and 4chan, of course, is the anonymity. Well, yeah, I mean, you got throwaway accounts. You can do them on either of them. It's just the B-board is specifically built to be anonymous. Okay. So you've got stories from the B-board on 4chan. I just found some of the craziest real life stories using Reddit. So I guess we're going to be jumping back and forth from people's real life scary stories. Buckle up everyone. This will be a fun one. And I'm assuming obviously it's not safe for work as our show is really oh, not, not safe for work. This is not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> You've been warned people. So if you're listening in your office, maybe don't. 
Well, I'll go ahead and start off. I like to give little fun titles to my stories. A little fun titles, um, he says. This one is called The Bloody Deep Freezer. Oh, man. <laughs> that's <laughs> So we're in for one of those episodes. Great. Bloody deep deep. chest full of blood. <laughs> Sweet. This post is focused on, again, an anonymous 4chan user who had intentionally hidden his IP address when he was posting in this form. He asked a simple question. What does B keep in the freezer? You know, he's just saying, like, what do the users of B, you know, so B, use a freezer? B would be the anonymous. Like, poster. form of people. Gotcha. Okay. So not the poster themselves, but the community. And so then, he's asking random people, like, hey, anonymous, what would you keep in your freezer? Yeah. What do you keep in your freezer? And then he goes, guess what's in mine? Oh, Jesus. So joke responses start coming in. I mean, I can only imagine what people say they keep in their freezer. And they don't really understand the gravity of how this post is going to, you know, fold fold out into its weird folds of reality. Yeah, be careful um, with the questions you ask the internet. <laughs> Some people post like, yeah, I put, a, I put cats in my freezer. <laughs> oh, God. Some people say I put urine. You know, just horrible things. And then someone, someone said, "Did you? Do you put a? Is there a body in your freezer?" And once the person put this, the OP congratulated the user response and posted a severed human leg in his freezer. Oh, just a, just a leg. Wow, like a picture? Like he, yeah, a picture of a leg. Holy shit! Um, then he keeps posting just um, human body parts in black in a black bin liner, <laughs> arm. You know, maybe a, a thumb. So I'm I'm questioning the validity. Obviously, is it like I don't know? Did you see these pictures? Um, yeah, and I'll be posting them on on um on my oh you are on the YouTube version. So if you you want to check out the YouTube version, wow. we'll have pictures of these um, of most of these subreddits. And to get the full effect, if you want to see said leg in yeah. said freezer. So so you asked, is it real? So let's just say that he put a picture on there. With a timestamp on his forearm, with the freezer and the body part in the background, it's hard to fake that. Well, I'm not saying that he didn't take. I'm asking if the leg is real. Oh yeah, yeah, no, the the, the like leg is legit. Tell. Yeah, I wow. mean, I mean, uh, yeah, it looked pretty real to so me. So this would be one of those cases. The FBI is probably like, dude, where are you at? <laughs> yeah, I need that freezer. So due to the lengths the poster went through to stay anonymous, no other information was uncovered about the incident. This does beg the question of just how well you might know somebody next door and what they might be hiding in their deep freezer. I did notice you got this really nice freezer that you keep tucked away in your kitchen. Just don't open it. Shut up. I was going to ask, Go like, hey, do you got any corn dogs in there? Like, don't fucking open that. Don't thing. open that. You said you were going to eat a, a leg like a chicken leg. Yeah, I mean, like a turkey leg. Like, you know, you get at the state fair. A big leg. Big old turkey leg. Yeah, I got a leg for you. That's crazy, though. All right. Uh, this one is called Dress Up. In 2013, an image of a naked man under a makeshift cage under a bed was posted on 4chan random board along with a disturbing message. This is not going to YouTube. That the boy was from Japan and a hickey, which is short for uh, hikamori, a Japanese term for young adults with no social lives or skills, somewhat similar to otaku. Hmm. The user claims that the man was desperate for money and they, and that since they have money themselves, they can offer him whatever he wanted. But in return, he had to live with me and take female hormone injections as oh. well as take care of himself and dress in cute clothes. Jesus. <laughs> with the no alternatives, the man took up the offer. Disturbingly, the user concludes their thoughts on how the, how the man seemed happy. 
how well the hormone treatments were going, and how they thought that the boy was gaining weight in all the right places. Oh, Jesus. All the right places. <laughs> I saw a picture of the cage. No. And it it looked so stupid. <laughs> Oh. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess if there is a silver lining to this, it was voluntary. Like yeah, you signed up for it. I mean, it doesn't make it right. It does. But... But is it really voluntary if you're taking advantage of someone in a poverty destitute situation? Like, oh, hey, you want some bread? Well, you're gonna have to do some stuff. No, I mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't persuaded into it and, and coerced. But the idea is, he posted it looking for someone, and he said, yeah, "I'll do it." Yep. So, I mean, I'm look, I'm not going to, like, victim blame. I'm not going to do that. Obviously, whatever he's going through is absolutely horrendous in all the right places. But, you know, I'm, I'm not. Do you, do you feel like the guy in Dr. Phil that has bums fight each other for money? That Jesus He's an okay Christ. person? No. No. I'm not saying he's a good person. Don't get this mixed up. I'm not saying the guy is, like, a decent, high-standing person of society. Did, did you see the meme of that when he goes on Dr. Phil, the... The guy who ran whatever website that is, I've never seen it. But I he, neither. He shaved his head to look like Dr. Phil. Are you serious? Did he start talking like him too? <laughs> Dr. Phil just kicked him off. He's like, get out of here. Yeah, fuck right, out of here. Start. This is my show. <laughs> this isn't Dr. Phil's multiple. <laughs> so back to the dress up. What the user's intentions are or were with the man remain unknown, but no more was ever heard from him after this post. Was this some sick joke? Or a disturbed person taking advantage of a destitute person stricken by poverty. So it's funny though. I got I got to share this with you because when um, you know when we first started the show, Cleet and I would just do we would try and tie in similar um, stories, and we would always tell each other what we were doing. And not too long ago, we decided we we're going to try and keep some anonymity to it and say, "Hey, I'm going to be doing something on this." And we try and tie something similar. So I asked Cleet what we wanted to do this week. And he's like, I'm going to be going to 4chan for really crazy stories. And you should get some crazy stories online too. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went to, uh, last night I was I was messaging Cleet. And I said, and I went to my computer and I typed in the most messed up scary stories available. And God, I was not happy. <laughs> with what, So it was so bad. I wish I would have screenshotted the message. But I, like, I was reading the first one and it was so bad. I couldn't. I, I wouldn't talk about it on the show. It was so bad. It was horrendous, like like torturey. I imagine like stuff. Teddy Wise the clown shows up and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, you guys are sick!" No, and then he it just was floats away. Yeah, it's like <laughs> even I wouldn't do that. Uh, no, but it, it like involved animal torture. I just not, I didn't want to talk about it. Um, but I clicked on like the whole message, like on the you know, how it says view the whole thread, and it came up with a message that said, "You're about to go into some really." crazy content do you want to use a separate browser and i said nope i'm gone and i didn't go into it anymore so i found like a, a softer version i Good. guess so yeah because there's even things i won't cover yeah i hear that the reddit thread that i'm going to be reading off of is titled reddit what is your most disturbing scary or creepy real story serious the first one comes from us from deleted so oh, good hey look another anonymous here we go a few years ago, I was walking through the woods off the beaten track a bit, and I smelt this really overpowering sweet smell. Being nosy, I pulled back the undergrowth to have a look and found a dead body. Oh. I don't imagine a dead body would smell sweet. Neither would I. The guy had clearly been there a while and wasn't looking great. All swollen and green and black with various runny bits. Runny, runny bits? Runny bits. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. The local wildlife had also been dining well for a few days. 
I called the police, who told me to wait with the body until they arrived. Being in the middle of nowhere, it took a while for them to arrive, and it got dark, as I was just sitting there in the dark with him for a long time. Oh, man. I would at least walk, like, maybe 15 feet away. Like, I'm not going to sit right next to this goddamn body. Yeah. It smells like an apple pie with runny bits. As long as he's not going through that thing where the... It, like, swells. Muscles tense. Yeah. It's like right before you die. I don't know what it's called, but like dead bodies sometimes like will sit up and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It turned out he had committed suicide. For a long time afterwards, I had dreams about him and he would talk to me and not say nice things. Mainly about how he was angry. I had disturbed his resting place and he wanted me to kill myself. Probably just my imagination, but all pretty disturbing at the time. He still turns up in my dreams from time to time, and no doubt will be tonight after typing this. i just give him some middle fingers. The first comment, holy shit, smelled sweet? Yeah. Like, I wish there was an explanation for that. Cause... Damn. Like, I'm not going to Google why a dead body would smell sweet. You can do that on your computer. Well, my well this is your computer. Smells sweet. Hey, we got another deleted one. About two years ago, I was driving home from a family reunion pretty late at night, and the drive was about two hours. I didn't stay the night because I had to be back for work the following day. Most of the drive was on roads with dense bushes and trees on either side, the really creepy ones you see a lot in movies. Anyway, I had been driving about 45 minutes, and I was starting to get really tired. You know how sometimes you just suddenly become really tired out of nowhere? Well, yeah, that happened to me. I knew I wasn't going to last, but I didn't come across any place that I felt I could park and safely sleep. I don't think that really happens to me unless like I'm drinking. Yeah, like, literally, I, I don't just. But it's hard for me to fall asleep. It mm-hmm. really is. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've always gave my brother shit because he's one of those people. It's like I'm tired, and his head will hit the pillow no matter what, and he's down. Yeah, it takes me like two hours. I can casually stay up for like thirty hours. But yeah, I mean, especially when I'm driving, like I don't get tired when I drive. I like driving. Like if I, I would prefer to drive through the night if I'm going places. I'd be a good trucker. Anyway, after it became clear to me that I wasn't going to find a place to pull up and my tiredness wasn't going away, I did something very questionable. I pulled over to the side of the road, onto the grass, behind some bushes, to try and hide my car from anybody else who was going to come past. Now, the roads weren't empty. I came across another car every few minutes or so. I made a mental note that the time was 11.22 and then fell asleep. Just imagine pulling off, trying to, like, tuck his car behind some bushes. He's, like, throwing dirt on the top of his car. Some brush. Yeah. Sometime later, I was awoken by a scratching sound. I looked at the clock, 11.50. The sound stopped after a few seconds, and because I was still extremely tired, I didn't bother looking around and simply went back to sleep. You know, as you do. I was later awoken by the same sound, and it was now 12.40. This time, it really freaked me out because the sound didn't stop. The thought ran across my mind that it was just an animal inspecting a car, but why would it return almost an hour after it had left the previous time? I looked in my rearview mirror and just managed to catch a glimpse of something running away into the forest. Now, at the time, I thought it was the damn hook killer. (laughs) That's funny. You know, the one that scratched the couple's car and then slaughtered the guy when he got out to investigate? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the hook killer. Fuck that, I thought to myself, so I got the hell out of there. There was a bend no more than 100 yards of the road, and as I came around it, there was a fucking car parked off to the side of the road with the driver's side door opened. I slowed down just to look to see if anyone was in there. There wasn't. Then I looked in my rearview mirror. I didn't see anything, and all of a sudden, this guy comes sprinting around the corner. He starts screaming at me, shouting stuff like, Hey, hey, you, get the fuck out of your car, now! 
I noped the fuck out of there and sped off. I never saw the guy again. Moral of the story, don't sleep on the side of a deserted road. Oh, man. Yeah, no thanks. Nope. Let's go back to some 4chan. All right, this story is called Naked Pizza. Excuse me? (laughs) What pizza? Yeah, Naked Pizza. In 2010, a young woman named Rachel Wisner created a post on 4chan asking users to buy her a pizza, and in return, she would post pictures of her breasts. Oh, that's a hell of a trade. Would you do it? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Would you do it? Never mind oh. the fact that I'm married and have some decency to myself. No. I know. That's, that's so high and I'm not like buying pizza for some random person. She did, she did indeed get the free pizza she requested from random people from the internet. I but, imagine like 400 pizzas just show up. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's calls. Did you really want 620 pepperoni pizzas? That's 620 yes. pictures of boobies. That's insane. Like, you're going to have pizza show up. There's oh, There yeah. are people that will undoubtedly, not questioning, yeah. will send you a pizza. Oh, yeah. She did indeed get her free pizza she requested from random people from the internet, but rather than stay true to her word, she uploaded a picture of herself with a message, like a, like a little like piece of paper, saying that she lied and later took to Facebook to brag about how she had epically trolled 4chan. God damn. The end. I doubt it. As you can imagine, the 4chan community did not take this well and set out for revenge. Certain users were able to get a hold of Rachel's Facebook account and discovered that she was planning on flying to Africa. Oh no. On the day of the flight, 4chan users called the airport and claimed that Rachel had a bomb to ensure that she would miss her flight. Users were able to get more and more of Rachel's personal life, including her phone number, which high school she attended, and even her address. They also threatened to reveal private details about her and threatened to release that to her friends and family. In the end, 4chan users got what they wanted by blackmailing Rachel and uploading the original promised photos on 4chan. This, in- this incident has become known as Rachel Wisner versus 4chan and goes to show that you should never try to incur the wrath of the internet. <laughs> oh, snap. I mean, look, if you want pizza, just say, like, hey. Like, literally, there's people that will just say, hey, I want a pizza. Order me a pizza. People will still do it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean it's not going to be as influential as promising maybe, boobs. But maybe if you're a gal. I yeah. don't know if you would get it if you're necessarily a dude. Yeah, like if I post, like, give me a pizza, people are like, buy your own pizza, bitch. I just imagine, like, Pizza Hut calls you and you're like, hey, uh, we got a pizza going to your house, but under the special instructions, it says take a, take a dump on it. <laughs> are you sure you want that? <laughs> They wanted me to send you just crust and olives. <laughs> crust and There's olives. no sauce, nothing. It's just olives on crust. They call it dirty breadsticks. Fungus mountain. It's just a pile of mushrooms. Oh, my God. No, thanks. All right. The next story is called Glowing Veins. Okay. In- They're injecting radioactivity into themselves. Gotta be Spider-Man. I just need to be Spider-Man. Yeah, I think it'd be Hulk. Yeah, you know, radioactive spider, radioactive fluid. In late 2012, an anonymous user supposedly high on Class A drugs posted a photo of a syringe filled with fluorescent blue liquid, asking others to offer suggestions on which part of his body he should inject it into. What the hell? There are things to do if you're bored. Like you don't take to the internet and say, what should I do to myself, internet? I'd, I'd tell him to put it in his pee-pee. Of course he would. After being questioned, he provided a timestamp to show that he was indeed being serious. One user suggested that he inject the substance into his wrist. 
The original poster accepted this request and uploaded pictures of the whole process. I'm telling you, dude, if you look at the wrist, it looks like there's glowing stuff in his veins. Nope. At one point, he uploads the needle in his wrist with the simple caption of veins glowing. (laughs) After a series of image uploads, the user fell silent and was never heard from on the thread again. Theories started popping up on the community about what the outcome of this experiment might have been. Death. Many speculated what was the mysterious liquid. Some stated that it was glow stick fluid, and others suggested it was dye that glows under UV lighting. Some claim that the post was a hoax, but others remain adamant that this was a legitimate and the likely person suffered from cardiac arrest. All that is certain is that this post offers more questions than answers. All right, so let's go back to Reddit here. These ones are are not nearly as insane as yours, so we'll just we'll consider this like a break from yeah, your commercial shit break that you're making us go through. Okay, this one comes from Saint Sparkles. That this is gonna be a good story. I can already tell. I had awesome parents who let me sleep in the living room on weekend nights when I was very young because my sister was a light sleeper and I could stay up until dawn. But, of course, I always end up sleeping on the couch because Nick at night made me tired. Okay, fair enough. Right. You're a kid. Watch Nick at night fall asleep. So, one night I wake up to this prickly feeling, like an instinct. Just bolted into a sitting position and stared out the front window. We lived in rural Georgia, so you can imagine the magnitude of trees. In perfect light cast from the moon, I see a silhouette of someone in this fucking tree. It's the foot big. The what? The foot big. The family dog dashes to the window and is snarling into the grass. Terrified, I run into my parents' room and try to explain to my parents that there is a strange person outside. Dad grabs something defensive and darts outside with the dogs to beat the wax off the hothead. <laughs> oh, that must be a, a Georgia thing. So I like that it says something defensive, like, but it doesn't say what. Yeah, could have been a gun. It could have just been a club. Grabbed mom's rubber sword. Could have been a driver. What? what? Oh, <laughs> Oh, the old rubber sword. Why was it double? You just kept going. It was, it was like, like a double sword. Double-sided sword. <laughs> Big 13-incher. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. No, man. <laughs> I just, I was I just, he mad because he interrupted something? <laughs> we gotta hit you with a stick. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna done. beat you to death the silicone piece of shit. So beating the wax off the hothead. Sounds sexual. What you doing, beating the wax? <laughs> okay. Off the hothead. I tremble in Mama's arms until Dad comes home and says he saw no one and to go to bed. I decide to sleep in my regular bedroom. I fill my sister in as to what happened. Dad is making regular rounds in the house with a cup of coffee. We're all still and I finally think I can sleep. His dad's just in his robe, sipping coffee, walking around looking the perimeter. With a special club. Um, no. That's a fun family. (laughs) Yeah, it is a fun family. Nope. I noticed the man outside my window. From what I can see in the moonlight, he gives me a shush signal and runs away. Just turns around to run a straight line away. I swear I couldn't stop crying for what felt like hours. (laughs) He just shushes something. (laughs) He just shh and then runs away. It's like, I'm not even making any noise. So this one comes from Can You Say Throw Away 19. My house sits further back in the lot than most other houses. It is a strange layout as well. The sidewalk runs the length of the living room and ends at the front porch, which lets into the living room. 
Large windows that do not open allow great light to get into the living room, but at the cost of no privacy. The rest of my family was on vacation, and having the house to myself, I decided I would get smashed. Yeah. As you do. Well, I pass out on the couch in the living room at about 9 o'clock, when I realized I was too scared to walk back to my room. Man, he's really drunk. If he's passing out by 9 o'clock and waking up I terrified. Like when you're drunk, you're not scared. Yeah, you, you know, you have no fear. Duh, dude. Duh, dude. Wobbling around the house. Like, I feel like if I'm, like, smashed and I see something, like, terrifying, I'm just going to laugh. It's called liquid courage, man. Uh, The couch is right underneath these massive windows. I woke up suddenly not knowing why. I had a severe case of the chills and I could not figure out why. Then the banging started. It came from right above me. I did not move, but I opened my eyes and looked up at the window. Someone was standing there, pounding on the glass. Without moving, I looked at the cable box. It was around 3 in the morning. The banging continues. Then it stops suddenly, but I still did not move. Suddenly it commences again, coming from two different directions now. Someone is banging on the window, and another person is banging on the front door. They kept doing it and would not go away. Finally, about 40 minutes, they quit. It was the most terrifying event I can recall at the moment. It made me a nervous wreck after that. I called a friend the next day to see if he would come over and stay for the rest of the week, and his response was, what the fuck for? So we can both be murdered in our sleep? <laughs> Thanks a lot, asshole. That's why I have a gun. This story is called The Death Skull Crystal. Wow, that sounds like a Harry Potter novel. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the darkest pranks ever conceived on 4chan with one thing in mind, to affect as many innocent people as possible. Oh, God. The user posted an easy way to make some homemade beautiful crystals and asked others to post their results. The ingredients he said were needed were all household items that could be easily obtained. These ingredients included copper pennies, ammonia, and bleach, as well as some other supplies. Oh, nice. (laughs) I see where this is going. These ingredients were meant to be mixed within a jar. The final instructions was to blow into the mixture through a straw, and within 30 seconds, the crystals would begin to form. The simplicity of the entire process and the promise of some beautiful decorations tempted some of the users into trying this out. However, unsuspecting victims didn't realize that they were actually doing was producing chlorine gas. Yeah, it's poison. When the gas is breathed in, it can cause burning of the lungs and of the windpipe and is extremely dangerous. Scientifically savvy users of 4chan tried to warn others not to attempt to make these crystals, but by then it was already too late. Nobody knows just how many people were affected by this post, but a few days later another anonymous user claimed they were hospitalized as a result of attempting to make the crystals and that they came very close to losing their life. You see those things on Facebook where it's like a marble rolling down a table and it pushes over a book and the books push over something else. Uh, There's a Family Guy episode where it's like uh, Peter makes one that's supposed to make him breakfast, but at the end it's just a gun that shoots him in the knee. (laughs) He's like, that people would still do it. That didn't make me breakfast. (laughs) See, again, I'm not going to victim blame. I'm not going to be that guy. But like not everything you see on the Internet is real. And like... I'm just going to grab some bleach and some chlorine. I'm going to grab some acid here, some rat killer. I'm just going to huff and puff into a straw. I accidentally made a math lab. God. All right. I want to build a math lab. (laughs) This next story is called the jerk grenade. The jerk grenade. Uh, Okay. 
So, so there's been a couple of stories circulating about people messing with grenades online, messaging boards, such as the guy who dropped a live grenade down a toilet. Excuse me? <laughs> Can you imagine doing that, just pulling a pin at a Walmart like toilet and flushing it and running? I don't think the grenade's going to go down the toilet. You would go to jail, so... Oh, you think? You think you're going to jail? There's a guy that got caught putting super glue on Walmart toilets. Someone had to like they had to call like the emergency services to help. The that's next like gentleman. my yeah. That's like my worst nightmare. Like number one, I won't poop in a public place. But if I'm like if it's coming out and I get super glued, that would be like I'm like really the one time I choose to use a public bathroom super glued and I can't move. You're probably the guy that does the four foot hover and just shits all over the seat. He's no, like, well at least I didn't touch the seat. No. no, I wait till I get home and I go sprinting into my own bathroom. No, I I did look. The thing is is like. I see some bathrooms, and I'm like, we're all adults. Like, who's shitting all over the seat? It'll give and the you wall. bad dreams. It'll give ceiling. you bad dreams. Some dirty bathrooms. Just clogged toilets yep. all day. All the way down. All right. So this post happened in 2012, and it's pretty messed up uh, because of the extreme length that the guy goes to to experiment with a grenade that he found in the woods. He asked other 4chan users what he should do with the device, starting with pulling the pin. After having a look in, at the pictures, one of the users told the LP that the device was unlikely to be a drill grenade and was probably still dangerous. Regardless, the LP was hellbent on getting the grenade to do something of interest. After the top of the grenade fell off, the OP goes in to microwave it, burn it in a small fire, <laughs> and even running over it in his car, all the while complaining that nothing was happening. This dumb grenade won't blow up. It's so dumb. After the final message of him posting a picture of his car running over the grenade, the user never responded to any more messages or requests and was never heard from again. Random news article, bomb goes off in neighborhood. I'm going to pull the pin, put it in my jacket, and see what happens. Hello? You know, Hello? This, this is like those Darwin Awards we read. Yeah, I love those. Like, you're just playing with a live grenade. It's not blowing up, stupid thing. It's probably a good thing it's not blowing up, you idiot. Okay, this comes from Hannah Ryan 19 my mother told me this not too long ago, but it happened about 10 years ago now. When my cousin was 17 or 18 years old, she was in a car crash and had died a couple weeks later in the hospital. She was really close to my dad's sister, our aunt, and used to babysit her kids, who were no older than four years old at the time. Our aunt's house was under construction just before she passed away, and it continued on after she passed away. One day, my aunt got a phone call while she was at work from one of the construction workers complaining about a teenage girl who keeps showing up at the house and walking around. She keeps showing up a number of times during the weeks and it has been happening for a couple weeks now. This is written so poorly. I apologize. My aunt asks for a description of the girl to see if she knows her from around the neighborhood. And sure enough, the description perfectly matches my cousin who had just died. Long brown hair, red baseball cap, denim dungarees, and a white jacket. Oh, that's sad. When my aunt got home, she showed them a picture of my cousin and all that agreed it was the girl they had seen walking around the site. The story really freaked me out when I heard it because our family has never, our family was never one to believe in anything paranormal or have anything of the paranormal sort happen to them before. Interesting. Okay. This one's from Forte 2. When I was about seven, my two brothers and I were playing in an area that was used as an unofficial motocross place. We decided to dig a tunnel for some reason. You know. Just some reason, digging a tunnel. Yeah. Being the extra smart guys we were, I took a few hours to dig about six feet in and two feet high. (laughs) 
I was right up at the face when suddenly the tunnel collapsed. It was all dirt with no supports. Oh, okay. My world went instantly black and hot. By hot, I mean furnace hot. I couldn't move a muscle oh, from the weight of the soil completely enclosing me. I started to really panic, as you do. Everything started turning red, which I guess was blood being forced into my head. Every breath was getting harder as the soil constrained me more and more. Oh my god. God, this is insane. Even though my hands were near my face, I couldn't move my arms to clear the dirt around my head and also started breathing in dirt, which made me cough, which made me contract my stomach, which means I couldn't draw breaths. This isn't what made me panic, though. The total darkness turning red with the incredible heat made my young mind think I was going to hell. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. It's a seven-year-old just burying himself alive. I don't know how long I was buried for, but it seemed like an eternity. Suddenly, I felt something grab one of my feet. My brothers had been frantically digging through the collapse to pull me out and managed to reach me and then pull me out. We never told my parents. I just went home and got hosed down. (laughs) (laughs) Such a kid thing. He almost died. There's a response, uh, uh, like a follow-up. He said, got buried alive and pissed myself. I mean, I'm not blaming you. I'd probably poop and pee myself yeah getting buried alive i don't think there's anyone on the planet that's like yeah i wouldn't mind being buried alive like that's everyone's fear yeah i've never thought about it actually that much but that's scary have you seen the movie um buried with ryan reynolds in it no so i'm gonna do a spoiler obviously if you if you want to watch the movie then skip ahead for a few seconds but in the movie he's buried in a coffin alive and the whole time people are trying to dig him out and at the end you hear like this shoveling and they're like, oh, we got the coffin, we got the coffin. And he's like, oh, thank God. And they open it, and they found another coffin that wasn't his. Oh. And that's how the movie ends. So he just dies. Oh. I'm like, it's the worst fucking film. I'm like, God, it just makes me feel terrible. But being buried alive would be horrible. It's too bad he doesn't punch his way out. I can kill Bill. All right. This one is called Stupid Man. Perhaps the most infamous of the posts so far, this took place on November 4th, 2014. An anonymous user posted an image of a naked, lifeless female with a caption, It turns out it's way harder to strangle someone to death than it looks in the movies. What the hell? The woman's skin had started gray and there were marks across her throat. Reverse image searches revealed that this picture had not been used on the internet before and thus wasn't just taken from a website and re-uploaded. Many users started to claim that the whole thing was staged and merely a well-put-together hoax. Adamant to prove that he wasn't lying, the OP uploaded more pictures of the body with the caption, She fought so damn hard. He then told those who still didn't believe the body was real that her son would soon come back from school and would discover her and that they should keep an eye out on the news. He also mentioned that he would pull a realistic BB gun out when the cops found him and that he would effectively commit suicide that way. Good God. And not a good person. I don't like him. Less than an hour after the post was created, police discovered a corpse of a woman um, in the city of Port Orchard, Washington. After responding to a claim from a young boy who had discovered the body of his own mother, turns out that the original poster had been truthful of his horrendous act, but failed to live up to the promise of committing suicide by cop. The man named David Colick turned himself in to the police for the murder of his girlfriend, Amber Copland. At the scene of the crime, the words, she killed me first, were written on the bedroom wall. Wow. And he's such a douchebag. Um, what a piece of shit. 
bad news was written on the bedroom blinds and dead was written on the driver's license. In court, he admitted, I strangled her with my hand then shoelace that I had. She pissed me off. And I just, I, I tell him I hate him. <laughs> just go find this man. I tell literally him hates him. hate him. This one is more in, intriguing. It's a Cicada 3301 post. Um, this original post began January 5th, 2012, when an anonymous user posted this cryptic message on the board of 4chan on behalf of a group or organization that went by the name of 3301. Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. The post itself was a puzzle with the hidden message amongst the text. It would later be discovered that the secret message served as the first clue in what would be best described as the world's largest and most difficult treasure hunt. This most piqued the curiosity of many users until the computer analyst from Sweden was able to crack the first encrypted clue. This led him and some others to various other websites to tackle other extremely difficult puzzles and eventually to real-world locations across the globe. This includes destinations in Korea, Japan, Spain, Australia, Russia, France, Poland, Mexico, and other parts of the USA, proving that this was more than just an elaborate hoax. One month after the original 4chan post, Circada3301 returned to the site and posted another image saying that they did indeed found the intelligent individuals they wanted to find. Each year since, they have returned to the site to begin a new recruitment process. There are countless theories as to who the secret group actually are and what purpose they need to find such intelligent people. Some people claim they are a government recruitment agency and others claim they are a cyber mercenary group. Ultimately, these questions have gone unanswered since the people smart enough to solve the puzzles and complete Cicada's tests have not come forward publicly to disclose any further information. Why they have been sworn to secrecy remains a mystery. All that is certain that... Cicada 3301 are a well-connected and well-funded global body with connections in many different nations. Damn. All right. Okay, uh, we'll do the last one, and this one is called the 4chan Killer. On the 21st of August, 2015, this was posted by an anonymous user on the 4chan B-Board. I have killed several women for pleasure. If you can guess the name of these women, I will upload their photo. No more than 10 names per post. Any more than that will be ignored. Some of the pictures are Polaroids and others were taken with a disposable camera. I also have pictures of them before death when I was able to do so. If you can guess all the names, I will show you where I dumped the body, uh, a body in 1999. The first one is free since her name is unlikely to be guessed. As expected, many users believe this to be no more than a practical joke, but played along anyways. Quickly, someone guessed a correct name, and the original poster stayed true to his word and posted another photo with a time stamp. People continued to call the post fake when another photo was uploaded. So does he, do they have to just guess, like, the first name, like Amanda or yeah. Beth? Okay, so Nancy. it's not like first and last name. Like, you need to guess ah. the actual identity of someone. I exactly. Gotcha. Gertrude. Trinidad. Oh, very common names. Many people started believing that this post was real, but some were claiming that these pictures could be police crime scene photos rather than those taken by a serial killer. However, the images lack the evidence markers that are used in crime scene pictures. What's more, the photographic style was not in keeping with how crime scene photos were usually taken, featuring unsettling 
close-ups of decomposing faces and other disturbing details. In total, four pictures were posted. Some users decided to do a reverse image search of the first picture. This brought them to a police report of a 17-year-old murder victim named Shauna Maynard. Shauna Maynard had been shot multiple times and dumped on the road. Her killer had never been found. The images posted have been speculated to all be genuine. Some 4chan users actually reached out to the FBI. They were seen as sickening mementos taken by the murderer and shown off on an anonymous online platform. Whether he was doing it by, for gloating reasons about his crimes or was eventually scared away due to the community's uproar and the FBI involvement, nobody knows. The original poster hasn't been heard from since. This happened in 2015, and the killer is assumed to still be at large. All right. Well, that's our 4chan section, so we'll, let's round up with uh, one more Reddit. This is from Memory underscore Eater. I lived in a bizarre little house as a child. It was incredibly tall and thin, like an attached house except freestanding, with three floors, a basement, and an attic. It was full of quirks such as two fully functional fireplaces, a shower stall in the center of the basement, a backyard so small that you could not take five paces without hitting the fence, and an old-time rope pole dumbwaiter that led from the kitchen to my bedroom. There are so many horror films that use the dumbwaiter. I loved that weird little place, but unfortunately it was incredibly old and half of its charm was the fact that it seemed to have been designed by an inarticulate conclave of lunatics. <laughs> I love an that. An inarticulate conclave of lunatics. <laughs> I like that a lot. Damn. And eventually the repair costs exceeded what my parents were willing to sink into it and we had to move. Sounds like a very interesting place. Yeah, very much. Preparing for the move was a chore. I packed most of my stuff myself, and I had taken to throwing stuff down the dumbwaiter and shoving all my clothes so thickly in my closet that they became a single solid brick of fabric. Ooh. I think every child's done that at one point. I just shoved it all under my bed. Yeah. While clearing that closet out, in fact, I came across a feature I hadn't noticed before, an attic entrance into the roof. Being an adventurous kid, I opened her up, stood on the clothes brick, and began my first and last exploration into the topmost part of our weird little house. Oh man, what was in there? The first thing I noticed was that it wasn't as dark as it should have been. The place was strung with old red Christmas lights, which still burned with leftover incandescence, and a dozen little cracks and holes peeped down into all the bedrooms below. Oh, boy. I think you'd notice that on your ceiling if there's like a little I was hole. laying down. I thought I saw an eyeball in the ceiling. Right? The second thing I noticed was that the place was set up for habitation. The insultation was plasticed away. There was an old gurney piled with sleeping bags and sheets and a rusted mint green refrigerator, which still worked when I tested it. The third thing was the bones. There were a lot of bones. I was a kid at the time with a limited understanding of anatomy, but there were bones of all types heaped into a series of piles around the center of the attic small and large, clean and white, from every and any imaginable sort of creature. Haphazardly stacked in half a dozen osseous clumps. Two of them were blackened as if someone had tried to burn them, and the walls nearest those blackened piles were scrawled in dark bone charm messages. Mostly they were just smears, but the word sorry appeared more than once. That room had been sitting over my head for eight years oh. while I slept. All right, well, that wraps up our stories here. I think we're going to be coming back to 4chan because those were some of the most intense stories I've ever heard. Yep, the deep dive into 4chan. Just Feel be, a little dirty. Just be careful what you research on the internet, especially going to 4chan. If it is truly an anonymous posting site, 
But uh, yeah, I'm sure Cleet will put some really cool pictures online. Yeah. Um, again, if, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, thank you for entering the abyss. Until next time.